Hello, thanks for tuning in to the Hoosier Myths and Legends podcast. I'm Rebecca Wilhelm. I'm Mary Quigley. And I'm Hope Wilhelm. Join us as we dive into the spookier side of the Hoosier state. So what comes to your mind when you think of Indiana? Do you think of corn? Do you think of basketball? Do you think of the Indianapolis 500? Maybe you think of famous celebrities who were born in Indiana, like John Mellencamp or Michael Jackson. But as the saying goes, there is more than corn in Indiana. 92 counties make up the Hoosier state. In this podcast, we're going to discuss some Indiana folklore from each of these counties. If you are into tall tales, ghosts, or spooky legends, then this is a podcast you are not going to want to miss. In this episode, we are going to discuss some history and legends about a famous mansion in Dearborn County. Many people are unaware that Aurora, Indiana is home to one of the best examples the United States has of 19th century Italian Renaissance architecture. As you turn onto Main Street and climb the hill to Fifth Street, it's hard to miss a magnificent yellow house surrounded by beautiful sycamore trees that are original to the home. Built between 1853 and 1855, this home has stood the tests of time. In this episode, we are going to discuss the history and many legends within the walls of Aurora, Indiana's Hillforest Mansion. So over the fall break, Hope and Becky were able to sit down and talk to the staff at Hill Forest Mansion. Yes, I have been wanting to do a story on this house for a very long time. I contacted Cindy Shute, who is the director of the mansion, as she was gracious enough to allow Hope and I into the home where we met with her and her staff, Susanna Ulrich and Dee Hawking, who are the docents there. So we had something spooky happen during our visit. What happened? Well, we sat in the family parlor, or what had been the family parlor, talking with the ladies. And as they started telling us about some of the ghost stories, we suddenly heard a loud bang from upstairs in the home. The crazy thing was that there were only the five of us there at this time, and we were all in the parlor. That's amazing. Yes, I can honestly say this is the very first time that I've experienced something while researching a story. So we also caught an orb on the main staircase of the mansion when we got home to upload the pictures. I can't believe that we spent three hours at the mansion. It was so interesting that I could have stayed much longer. 
I have been past the house many times over the years, but unfortunately, I'm never in town when they are open. Well, they have a lot of different events there at the mansion, and I'm really excited because there's actually an event coming up next week. The ladies told us about the Aurora Ghost Walk, and I promised them I would let our listeners know about the event. So this event will be held at 7 p.m. on Thursday, October 29th and Friday, October 30th, and it's sponsored by Main Street Aurora. I can't wait. We're going to take a walking tour of the streets in Aurora. Local historian Jim Walden would be our tour guide, and he is going to talk about some of the ghosts that lurk in Aurora. Tickets for the event are still being sold. If any of our listeners are interested, please call Main Street Aurora at 812-926-1100 for reservations. The cost of the tickets are $10 a person. Definitely, if you're local to southeastern Indiana, give them a call and come out because I'm sure that this is going to be a good time. So with that out of the way, let's go ahead and dive into the history of the Hill Forest Mansion. The house was built between 1853 and 1855, and it was the home of prominent Aurora residents Thomas and Sarah Gaff. The original name of the home was Forest Hill. It was later changed to Hill Forest by the Stark family, who owned the mansion after the Gaffs. So the home was built by a famous architect named Isaiah Rogers. Now, Rogers is known as the father of the modern hotel. Many of Rogers' buildings have been lost to time, and Hill Forest is special because it is one of the few remaining examples of his architecture left in the United States. The design of this house is so neat. It reminds me of an old riverboat, a steamboat. And that is exactly what Rogers had intended the home to look like, because Mr. Gaff owned a fleet of steamboats that would travel the Ohio River. The top of the house has an observation room that Mr. Gaff used to watch his steamboats. Something that's just kind of interesting to me is that Mr. Gaff actually had a steamboat, one of his ships, commandeered during the Civil War, and it was called the Forest Queen. And it actually battled in Vicksburg, and it fought on the Union side, of course, but it was sunk at St. Louis. Susanna Ulrich told us that she was not sure if Mr. Gaff had ever been paid by the United States government for the loss of his ship. And I just thought that was kind of an, an interesting tie that Aurora has to the Civil War. I think it's important for listeners to know the history of the Gaff family. I would consider them founders of the town of Aurora. Yes, I agree, Mary. Well, Thomas Gaff and his brothers were in the papermaking and distillery business in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And that was kind of where they had settled before they made the move to Aurora. There was a depression going on at the time, so the brothers sold their business out in Pennsylvania to make the move to Aurora, Indiana, and try their luck out here. Moving to Aurora were the three Gaff brothers, three Gaff sisters, and their mother from Scotland. It's important to keep in mind that they were not wealthy when they moved to Aurora. So the Gaff started their hand in business by running a dry goods store at the corner of Judiciary and 2nd Street, where they also lived above their storefront. And the building is actually still there today. And today it serves as an apartment building. The Gaff brothers eventually made their money in whiskey and beer with the Crescent Brewery. 
And yes, that is where the Great Crescent Brewery in Aurora got its name. Today's brewery is actually located in an old building that was once Mr. Gaff's warehouse for the original Crescent Brewery. Yes, the original Crescent Brewery was off Market Street, and you can actually see the tunnels for the business still there. So something I found interesting in my research was that the very first telephone in Aurora was actually to that warehouse. And eventually the Gaffs had their hand in many other business adventures as they slowly built what I actually would consider like an empire. It's amazing the businesses that they were involved with. Thomas Gaff was a remarkable businessman. I was surprised that he had a silver mine in Nevada, two Louisiana plantations, a jewelry store in Cincinnati, and a fleet of steamships. Well, one of the most interesting things about Thomas Gaff that surprised me was that Gaff produced one of the first dry breakfast cereals in the country, which was produced at his mill in Columbus, Indiana. Yes, this breakfast cereal predated Kellogg's Corn Flakes, and it actually was one of the top cereals sold at this time. Saraline was more like cream of wheat. It was one of the most popular breakfast cereals of the 19th century, along with oatmeal. So despite being a great businessman, Thomas Gaff was also someone who was very involved with the building of the town of Aurora. By all accounts that I've seen, he was a very generous man who did all he could do to help this community. Mr. Gaff was responsible for the founding of the utility company and was the founder and first president of the First National Bank of Aurora. He was generous to the poor of the community as well. Well, it was really interesting for me to find out that Mr. Gaff helped actually found the Aurora Public School System, and he was actually one of the very first school board members here. Curiously, despite him being so instrumental in the founding of the town, the school system, and having so many business interests, a visitor to the Hill Forest Mansion will find that there are no known paintings, photos, or drawings of Thomas Gaff. You will only find a portrait of his brother James and sister-in-law Rachel hanging in his former home. And the reason why is just one of the many legends and secrets that the walls of the mansion holds. The rumor that I have always heard is that Miss Gaff was angry and upset and so heartbroken when Mr. Gaff passed that she burned every portrait there was of him. That is very strange. Yes, I have heard that legend as well. And we did ask the staff, but, you know, they could not confirm or deny it. So I am considering it to be just one of the many secrets that the mansion has yet to reveal. So, Mom, you forgot that there is one other painting in the mansion of the family. Yes, isn't there a portrait of Gaff's daughter, Caroline? Correct. In the master bedroom, you'll find a portrait of Caroline Margaret Gaff, who passed away sadly at the age of 15, and she passed before the family moved into Hill Forest. Sadly, she was only three days short of turning 16 when she passed from scarlet fever in the family's apartment above the dry goods store. There are some hauntings surrounding this painting, is that right? Yes, according to the director, Cindy Shute, strange things started happening once the painting was donated back to the mansion several years ago. The painting was done after Caroline's death as a way for the family to remember her. So what kind of things started happening to the mansion? Well, according to staff, the doorbell of the house would mysteriously ring on its own when no one was there. Lights would go off. And several people experienced 
actually seeing a figure of a woman on the main staircase and in the doorway. The director, Cindy, also heard a woman's voice yell out Yoo-Hoo one morning as she walked up to her office. The staircase is where you caught the photo with the strange orb on it. Yes, we went up that main staircase to continue a tour with Mrs. Susanna Ulrich. And I took a few photos of the staircase as she was talking to us about some of the home's history. We got up to the second floor landing and she was telling us about how the Gaff's grandson, Charles Gaff Howe, or Naughty Charlie, as he was called, rode his horse up the main staircase and out the second floor back door. Wait, what? Yeah, apparently, (laughs) Naughty Charlie, he was a bit of a prankster. The legend has it that he once took the horse up the main staircase and out the back door. So hilarious to think about that. So when you sent me the photos of the staircase, it is weird because it's most definitely a blue colored orb that appears to be following you up that main staircase. Yes, I thought so too, Mary. Mom, I think the photo with the orb was taken when Miss Ulrich was telling us how she was married at Hill Forest and threw her bouquet from the spot on the staircase. That's so neat, but also kind of spooky to think of a spirit following the tour up. It's kind of a spooky thought. Another ghost legend about the painting of Caroline surrounds the bed in the master bedroom. After the painting came home to Hill Forest, staff started noticing bedspread always being disturbed as if someone had been laying on it. How sad. It's very sad. As a parent... This breaks my heart. It says if Caroline's spirit's not at rest and she's so looking for her mom and dad. Another legend that the ladies told us about is that they have heard the sound of a young boy crying for his mother. Did someone record this as well? Yes, they have had ghost hunting group come and they've caught the crying little boy on a recording. The ladies said that they believe the voice may be Thomas Gaff Mitchell who was a grandson who passed from illness at the age of three. It seems as if this family had their fair share of tragedy. And it certainly does seem that way. You also have to remember that the home has had a lot of very good things happen there. Weddings, holidays, family events. But also funerals were held in this home because that was the tradition at that time. And there's another legend that you can hear the sound of Mrs. Gaff sobbing on the anniversary of Thomas's death. And I find that to be very sad as well. This family has had a lot of grief. Thomas and Sarah had their adult daughter, Vienna, pass away down in Louisiana. Thomas had the two plantations down there, correct? Yes, and he sadly, he had asked Vienna and her husband to go down and oversee his plantations in Louisiana. And while they were down there, Vienna was bit by a mosquito and she got sick from it. And she actually passed away down there at the age of 19. Her funeral, she was brought back to Aurora and her funeral was held in Hill Forest. The saddest part of our visit to Hill Forest was when Miss Ulrich told about the letters that Vienna's sister wrote that told how Mr. Gaff mourned for Vienna's death by walking the halls of Hill Forest crying out for Vienna. It's easy to imagine the house holding the memory of a grief like that. So all the legends about this house are interesting. Is there any truth to the rumor that the house was a stop on the Underground Railroad? And I did ask about that. There is no proof that the home served as a stop on the Underground Railroad. Can't prove that it didn't. 
but we can't, there's no hard proof that it did. Well, the Gaffs were Presbyterians, and they founded the Presbyterian Church in Aurora just down the street from Hill Forest. That's interesting because the Presbyterian faith were historically against slavery. And that's true, Mary. And it's something that I discussed with the staff there. It is very safe to assume that they were against slavery, given that that faith was strong abolitionists, especially at that time. I thought it's so neat that Mr. Gaff's mother and sisters donated the clock that is on the church. It's so cool that the clock still works. And there is so much history associated with the home that it's very difficult to cover this all in just one episode. I really enjoyed learning about how the home was restored and the furnishings that are original to the Gaff family. It's a beautiful home that has been a huge part of the community since it was built. I thought it was interesting to note that the VFW purchased the home in 1948 from the Stark family. They operated the home as a place for veterans to come home after World War II. They had apartments on the upstairs of the mansion that returning soldiers could rent and live there with their families. I think this is what makes the home so special, that it never sat empty. The home has operated as a museum since it was saved by Mrs. Esther Roach and a group of concerned citizens back in 1957. So if you find yourself in the Aurora, Indiana area, please do yourself a favor and be sure to visit Hill Force Mansion at 213 Fifth Street. I promise you will not be disappointed. To see the pictures we took of the portrait of Caroline and the orb on the stairs, please visit us on our Instagram or Facebook pages. If you are interested in Main Street Aurora's Ghost Walk on October 29th and 30th, where you can learn more about the ghosts lurking in Aurora, please give them a call at 812-926-1100 to reserve your tickets. Have you ever had an experience at the Hill Forest Mansion? Are there some legends about the home that you have heard that we have missed? We would love to hear about it. Please send us an email to whosyourmissinglegends at gmail.com. We may use it in a later episode. In the email, please let us know if you wish to remain anonymous. our source material, please visit our website, whosyourmissandlegends.com. Please find us and follow us on Facebook or on Instagram. Our theme song was written and recorded by Wet Blanket. The song title is Taxidermy Racecar. Wet Blanket is frontman Joseph Carpenter, lead guitar Earl Wilhelm, rhythm guitar Joshua Carpenter, 
bass, Parker Warman, and drums, Christian Kittle. It is so exciting to see our little podcast growing in numbers. Words cannot adequately express just how much we appreciate all of the support we've received on our social media pages. If you like what you hear, please don't forget to give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us through. Your comments and likes help others find us. Thank you for tuning in to Hoosier Myths and Legends. As always, stay spooky.